the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some Yoongi's fucking selfie in a robe with bare face and a towel on his head is fucking iconic. Mmm, yes. Or, holy shit, Jungkook released a 16-minute GCF and, oh my god, my heart might burst. Then you're in the right place. And, oh my god, yes, I'm so glad you're talking about this GCF. Like, literally amazing. I know, 16 minutes. I think everyone was thrown off by that. First, uh, yeah, at first I was like, oh my god, a new GCF. And then, like, when I clicked on the video and I saw it was 16 minutes, I was like... Oh my god, Jungkook just took it to a whole new level with Oh yeah. what he's doing with these. I really enjoyed watching like all of like how much work Jungkook put into it. Like the camera angles, the shots that he got, mm-hmm. like him going into a room or him doing various tasks, like the amount of work and just like ahead of time planning that he had to do and I really enjoyed it like Yeah, he had to, like, put the camera in the room before he walked into the room. Or he had to put the camera in the closet before he opened up the closet. So I thought that was really neat. Mm -hmm. Very talented. God. Just golden magne. Yeah. (laughs) It was really well put together. It was really enjoyable to watch. Like, Mm -hmm. anyways, that was awesome. Okay, so we have some life updates. It's kind of been a crazy week, but... (laughs) (laughs) we have some stories for you all. It's been a while since we've kind of told you about what's going on in our lives. So, Kayla, why don't you share your news? So, a week ago, I bought a car. Um, I've now been driving it for eight days. I love it. I'm really excited about it. And I feel really blessed to, like, have a great job and, like, be somewhere in my life where... I can buy a car, a thing that I really needed, like, because my other car was breaking down every other week. I was constantly anxious and stressed out driving in it, and I had to drive to and from school in it every day, and, like, oh my gosh, it was just, like, awful, 
but it broke down for an entire week and my dad drove like to and from St. Louis and Kansas City like four times in a week to help me fix it and then like literally two weeks later it started the engine started making this noise um, one Sunday evening that sounded like Predator from the movie <laughs> Alien versus Predator. And it's not good. Jordan was like, You're n- it's not, it's not. And he was like, You're driving my car to work. Like, you're not taking your car. And I was like, Yeah, no, I don't want to take my car. <laughs> so yeah, we were just like, we have put so much time and effort and money into keeping yeah. this car going. Just get a new car. <laughs> yeah. Why? It's yeah. So, anyways. It happened, and I'm happy about it. And in my car, <laughs> I drove to St. Louis this past weekend to go to Bethany's bachelorette party. Yes, which was super perfect and fabulous, and it was just so pretty and well-decorated. It was just, like, the best. It's so – it's I'll never forget it. But it was at this huge Airbnb – and there was, at like, at least five bedrooms in this place. Like, it was a mass, it had a massive living room, and it was pretty much, like, two living rooms combined. There was a kitchen, a whole other room with, like, hardwood floors, and there was, like, a picture booth set up. It was just super cute and super perfect. So I just want to thank all of my bridesmaids, including Kayla, who's one of them, um, for putting it all together. And then a special shout out to Amber and Sarah, who actually listened to this podcast. Yes. Um, they did all of the games and they did some cute gifts and decorations. And it was just the best bachelorette party I could have ever asked for. Yes. Super special shout out to Amber and Sarah because they did like so much. Like, and it was, it turned out amazing. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it was Kayla's idea to order Chinese food. And then she also made this really cute penis cake. Can you, Can I call a penis cake cute? <laughs> no, yeah. It was like... It was so legit. Honestly, like, it looked like a real penis. But she put, like, pewed hairs on it. It was, like, cream-filled. Honestly, <laughs> before I put the the pubes on it it did look really cute and that's why I decided to put them on at first I just did like five I was like I could remove these if it looks like really gross Mm -hmm. but it kind of just like made it just not cute and like not too cute for a bachelorette party because you know we knew (laughs) so anyways Lastly, just one thing I want to say that's actually BTS related is one of the games was pin the penis on Young, <laughs> And guys, they printed out this huge picture of Young and framed it, which why have I never done this before? I don't know. <laughs> but he's in these really tight leather pants and it's from that performance of I Need You Mm. where they're in that diagonal line, that part when they're they're in the diagonal line, and Young steps forward, and he pelvic thrusts while pointing down at his dick. I'm like, yes, this is the most perfect picture ever. And honestly, it was the best. And so I just made every single person at that party look closely at his crotch. And I just was <laughs> like, look, do you see this? You did, and we did. The bulge. (laughs) It's so defined. (laughs) It's so amazing because, like, Amber and Sarah, like, they had to go somewhere to have that printed. 
Yeah, all, they had to get it like big. printed at Walgreens or something. Mm-hmm. And they also had a picture of like you and Corey from like an, enga- oh, yeah. an engagement photo. <laughs> so like <laughs> they they to had to have that. they had to have the engagement photo printed, and then like they were also there to have a big photo of a sexy man with like a giant bulge printed <laughs> in tight leather pants. Like, it was, yeah, like so simultaneously doing these things it's just amazing that they did this way too funny but we do have some kind of like sad news to tell you guys it's just it's for happy reasons it's for amazing things are happening in our lives but it's sad because it's going to take us away from the podcast for a few weeks just a couple weeks so october 13th is my wedding which is also jimin's birthday so don't worry we'll be taking shots for jimin But um, my honeymoon is shortly after that. So my honeymoon is from October 17th to the 30th, which will be in Hawaii. So that means that we won't be posting an episode on the 25th or the 1st of November. We will miss you guys so much. But with our schedules right now, it's just not really possible for us to pre-record episodes Um, like, I feel like I'm barely keeping up with teacher duties and Bethany is experiencing one of the top three most stressful things in life, which is a wedding. And that is only third to a death and a birth. So like, oh goodness, it's stressful. (laughs) It's stressful. That that statistic makes me even more stressed out, but okay. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, but, but yeah. And (laughs) So we really appreciate you guys being super understanding of this. We will be posting next week, um, the 11th, and then we'll also be posting on the 18th after my wedding because I, ha- I won't have left yet for my honeymoon. Right. But we will return on November 8th, eager and refreshed and excited to talk to you guys. Yes, of course. <sighs> Sorry we couldn't pre-record, but real quickly, let's say why this episode is late. <laughs> <laughs> um Bethany <laughs> it's all me <laughs> it's my fault okay so this week is my week of editing and I kind of procrastinated on editing this episode it was going to be up on Thursday originally and I procrastinated till Thursday morning because I didn't have to work so I was like okay cool I'll just wake up at like 6 a.m normal time that I usually get up and I'll just edit and I'll be up by like later morning maybe early afternoon sure well when I go to edit it I realize that my track is like terrible it's like terrible and all you can hear is really the background like the background behind me you can't really hear me at all I'm like what the hell which before we recorded I kind of knew something was wrong but I didn't know what it was so (laughs) I text Kayla in a complete frenzy this morning. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, you can kind of hear me, but it's also, like, really bad. (laughs) So I mean, I was like, look, (laughs) if you can't do anything about it, we need to re-record. Like, I Mm -hmm. do not mind re-recording. And you were like, we should definitely re-record because... We like we like doing this, and we're when we put out an episode, we're proud of it. Yeah. So we want it to sound good and not sound like you're in a like a echoey. <laughs> it was so bad, guys. Open room, uh, like where all your words blend together. Yeah. And it, like yeah. Yeah. So what ended up being the problem was my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. 
my microphone <laughs> wasn't facing me. It was facing away from me. So it was picking up everything in the room around me except for my voice. I mean, you could kind of hear it, but it was just like coming from behind. It wasn't coming mm-hmm. from straight on. Yep. But like, wow, so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Okay, but, you know, like, this is kind of on Corey. This is on Corey. So, <laughs> Corey, my fiancé, this is actually his microphone. And so he comes in here, and he's a musician, so he records music and stuff. But he, I called him because I was like, I can't figure out what's wrong. Why is my track all messed up? Like, I've looked at the gain. I've looked at everything. And he's like, oh, check to see if the microphone, which way it's facing, and I looked at it, and I was oh like, what the fuck? I'm like, why is it facing the <laughs> wrong way? And he's like, oh, I must have picked it up and put it back the wrong, facing the wrong direction. I was like, what the hell? Like, you know he's done this before. He apologized and everything, so I'm, I'm blaming Corey for this. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mic facing the complete opposite way of my mouth. Amazing. <laughs> Anyways. So that's why we're late on posting this. But thank you guys for waiting and being patient. Yes. Thank you for being patient. So let's get into this episode because this is an exciting episode. It's a brand new series. Our third series (laughs) of this podcast. Girl. (laughs) But I'm so (laughs) excited for this series because, okay, I didn't know if we wanted to make it a series or whatever, but I've just always thought it'd be fun to, like, talk about run episodes and, like, just start with, like, some of our favorites or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we're doing, and it's called Run Replay. Yes, and so we get to pick our, one of our favorite run episodes. We love all of them, but today we're picking one of our top favorites, and that's it. Yeah, Yeah. exciting. So I'm going to go first. Yes. Yes. So the episode I chose was episode 29. And this is the episode where they all become each other's stylist and they dress each other up in their outfits. This is like one of the best episodes for sure. I really think it is. Mm -hmm. The premise of this episode is so... It can either be really fucking funny, it can be really serious, like, we'll get... We already, at the beginning of the episode, know we're going to get, like, some fantastic outfits. Yeah. And the fact that, like, they're randomly going to be dressed up in them Mm -hmm. makes it amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not really big on fashion, but BTS fashion is just mesmerizing to me, and they all look so hot, so seeing them dress each other is just to die for. I love it. So the premise of this episode, on September 30th of last year, of 2017, they were all eating at a restaurant, except Jin, because I think he was sick or something. But BTS, they promised that if one of their songs hit Billboard Hot 100, they would do an ARMY-requested run episode. And what ARMY requested was that they become each other's stylist. So thankfully... This episode was done right after DNA had made it onto Billboard's Hot 100 Hits. Dude, I never knew that, that that was a thing, that this was a voted episode, because this is, like, amazing. Like, ARMY, you you uh-huh. voted a good one. Yeah, that ARMY came up with this yeah, idea. Yeah, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. So at the very beginning of the episode, they're kind of, like, all talking in the dorm, and then they spread out and they go to their own individual rooms. 
So this is the part where they start arranging their outfits so they don't know who's going to wear what yet. Like, they're just picking out an outfit. And Namjoon, he says that he wants to test out a style that he's never tried before, but that he's always wanted to. So when he's looking through his room, which, by the way, his room (laughs) is just slightly disorganized. Like, his clothes are kind of half-folded, half-not, but they're also kind of, like, just tossed into these cubbies. It's just really cute because you can tell he's like just a little sloppy, but not really. Seems like Namjoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he ends up choosing this crazy bulky, I mean bulky white sweater. And it has these grayish blue kind of prints on them. Mm-hmm. And he pairs it. Why? I don't know. He pairs it with this ivy cap that has different types of jean patches on them. Amazing. <laughs> and then he says he secretly hopes that he gets to dress Yoongi or Jimin um, because they always complain that they're small. And he just, I guess, guesses that this humongous sweater is going to make them look better and I guess feel better about themselves. <laughs> but I just thought that was cute. So Jin, right at the beginning of the episode, he said he's thinking he's going to do an entire pink ensemble, which go figure. And it's so funny because Jungkook immediately says, I hope to avoid Jin. Like, he's like, I don't want to be Jin's partner. (laughs) So Jin originally pairs a blue dress shirt that he wore to Billboard, which I thought was kind of neat. But he paired Mm -hmm. it with these bright red sweatpants that he said the the outfit was kind of inspired by the Korean flag. But then he ends up changing it to this pink ensemble because he's afraid that the members were expecting the pink ensemble, even though I'm sure they would have preferred this other outfit he originally chose. (laughs) (laughs) But he pairs a pink jacket with a pink coat and pretty much every other article of clothing that involves pink. Like, I feel like he did it because (laughs) he knew they were expecting it and not wanting it. So he was just like, Mm -hmm. I could go with this decent outfit or I could make them suffer. Exactly. Of course he's going to make them (laughs) suffer. It's Jen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just funny. Yeah. Okay. So Yoongi, he says that he's going to pick out his favorite pair of pajamas originally, which I think his outfit might be pajamas. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. But Yoongi, he looks around through his closet rather quietly, but he asks where all of his clothes have went, and he immediately thinks that people have come in and stolen his clothes. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, the cameraman is showing all of these racks filled with clothes. It's like, Yoongi, you have tons of clothes. What are you talking about? Even though he has a lot of clothes, he probably wears, like, the same clothes every day. Yeah, I feel like we're all like that. But we end up, we don't end up seeing what he ends up picking because he just, it just doesn't show what he ends up picking. So J-Hope, he wants to accent his outfit with this pouch that he's wearing at the beginning of the episode, which is this striped fuzzy Jurga fabric. And it's, it's real bizarre, but it's very J-Hope. Mm-hmm. And he ends up picking out this white printed shirt that Jimin actually got him as a gift. And he pairs it with a light, kind of like gray suit jacket, but it might also be a button-up dress shirt. And then a black bucket hat, yes. And then light-colored jeans that apparently Namjoon threw out and then 
J-Hope was like, why are you throwing these away and stole them? I guess out of the trash. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what he, that's his little outfit that he chooses. Amazing. Jimin, he says that he's afraid that his clothes won't fit the other members because he's the smallest, which is true. But Jimin being Jimin, he decides to make three outfits. <laughs> of course. Three outfits. <laughs> So his reasoning for this is for two different body types and then one specifically for Young. So Young's birthday, I guess, was coming up, and he had already gotten Young's birthday present, which was a tie. And what's real adorable is that when he presents this tie to the camera and to J-Hope, because they're in their room together and J-Hope's there, when he presents the tie, he starts singing the theme song for Pink Panther. Like he's trying to be <laughs> sneaky. Like this is what I got for him, but he doesn't I know. I love it. Oh it's my really god, adorable. <laughs> you know, Jimin is one of those people. Like he really loves a gesture. Like he loves to make a gesture. So like he thinks he's like the fact that he just picked out this specific outfit for Young to like present this is just. Oh, it's so sweet and amazing. I know, I know. So he pairs his tie with a white dress shirt and then his smaller frame outfit. So for smaller members, he picked out a vertically striped light pink dress shirt and then he picked out black overalls for larger framed members. So like Nam June and Jen. Great. He's just like so thoughtful. <laughs> so thoughtful. I know, right? Like he made he brought three outfits. And when he presents all three outfits, like all of the members are not even surprised. They're like, of course. He's so <laughs> like this is totally Jimin. Right. <laughs> so Taeyang, when he goes into his room, well, before that, he actually says that he's going to dress whatever member in the jacket that he bought for Jen's birthday. So I'm kind of like, the 95s, they're too precious, way too sweet. sweet. They already got other members their birthday presents, and they both wanted to present this this gift during this this run episode. So in his room, Taeyong actually puts the jacket on, which is this really kind of heavy material. It's really long. It's black on the outside, but on the inside, it has purple paisley, like silk purple paisley. And it's very Jin, but it's also very Young. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I love that. He ends up putting the jacket on while he's in his room, and he models it for us in his dorm. And I am so appreciative of this because he looks so hot and sexy, even though he's wearing – he changed into his silk pajamas, which, go figure. <laughs> um, but He's just chilling. Yeah, he just looks so comfortable, but also so sexy and hot. Ugh. um amazing yeah but he ends up pairing that jacket with a black turtleneck sweater like a tight black turtleneck sweater and a light brown beret so lastly jungkook he says to all the members that he is going to pick these pants that he apparently bought overseas so when he goes to his dorm room he does the cutest little evil chuckle, like a little snicker, when he picks these pants up. And they're green, and they have, like, a tree print on them. They're, like, trees on them. And it's just so funny, the <laughs> snicker that he does. Um, but the pants are part of an ensemble, which has a tree-printed jacket that he also pairs with it, along with this, like, black crew neck sweater. So now we're going to... This is when they all go to the 
their like dance studio. And this is where they end up pairing the members. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first off, all of the outfits are kind of displayed on these racks. And everyone is just dreading being assigned to Jen because the outfit literally makes no sense. Like, it's just over the top. But <laughs> how they end up de- deciding who wears who is they individually go up onto this small platform and they have a rose with them in their hand. And they put their back to the other members who are all lined up in a line and they kind of shuffle around in whatever order they desire. And so the the member up on the platform doesn't know who's standing where. And then they throw the rose back behind them. And then wherever the rose lands, whoever it is closest to is who ends up wearing that person's outfit. So... Yoongi throws first, and his first throw is equally distant between Jimin and J-Hope, so Yoongi has to re-throw it and with just J-Hope and Jimin standing there. And when he goes to throw it, Kayla, mm-hmm. Yoonmin. This is, like, the best part. <laughs> I know. He uh, is about to throw it, and as he throws it, he shouts, go to Jimin. Like He just shouts, go to Jimin. And the rose (laughs) falls right in front of Jimin. And then Jin says, didn't that sound like a proposal? I'm just like, oh, my God, Yoonmin. I I know. I never realized how heavy Yoonmin was in this episode. Dude, when I was, like, really, really into Yoonmin, I remember watching this episode when it, like, came out new. And Mm. this killed me. Like... Yeah. Yeah, that's a, like a big <laughs> moment. Yeah. So then Jimin throws next and it lands right in front of Jungkook. So they end up uh Jimin ends up dressing Jungkook. And then Jungkook throws and it lands between Yoongi and Hosok. So then he has to throw it again with just them two standing there. Mm-hmm. And the crew decides that Yoongi ends up being dressed by Jungkook. So then Jen throws and he shouts, J-Hope, because J-Hope this entire time has been bitching about Jin's outfit. Like, right from the start, he was like, this outfit's terrible. I hope I don't have to wear it. <laughs> so he shouts J-Hope. And the rose, it doesn't just land next to J-Hope. It straight up hits him in the face, which is just <laughs> so funny. So then J-Hope throws next. And when he throws his, it lands right in front of Jin, which is just too funny that both of them had to dress each other. Yeah, I th- <laughs> like it's so ironic. Yeah. So that means that Taeyong and Namjoon are dressing each other. So they all go and get dressed, and they come back in these long black robes, and it's covering their outfits. So it's just very highly anticipated. Like, they don't know what each other looks like in these outfits yet. And... Also, this robe is really, really long, and they all look so cute because they're just, like, waddling around. But one by one, they go up onto this small platform, and they model their outfits. They, like, take off. It's real dramatic. They take off this black robe, and they turn around, and they reveal themselves. So Jimin goes first, and he's wearing Yoongi's outfit. And damn, it looks really yes. good. <laughs> yes. I mean, of so, course it does. Yeah. But... It's a black t-shirt with a shiny, it has like shiny blue writing on it. And it's tucked into skinny black slacks, shiny black dress shoes, and a black suit jacket and black belt with like silver rings on it, I guess. Damn. And the best part of this whole thing, though, is Yoongi's reaction to this. 
I mean, I did not know how heavily Yoonmin was in this yeah, episode. Yeah, Yoonmin is like, fucking... Yoonmin is mm-hmm. present. <laughs> but Yoongi, he waddles his way over to Jimin, and he compliments the crap out of him, saying that it's just the right fit and to please turn around. I know. I remember being like, he's complimenting his ass. Like... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, may, he does look like, really good. He looks fucking good in this outfit. Yeah. I will say Jimin looks very expensive. Like, his shirt is Saint Laurent. So, oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's See, what it I don't says know. on it. Part of, part of me was like, maybe I shouldn't do this episode because I know nothing about fashion or designers or <laughs> name brands. Well, that's what it... I just, like, <laughs> pulled up a picture and that's what the... I think that's what the blue on the shirt says. Uh, okay. But yeah, no. He looks... Fucking good. That's a great outfit from Yoongi. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then Jungkook goes next, and he's wearing Jimin's small frame outfit, which is the light pink striped dress shirt that is paired with black pants and black shoes. And to me, this is a Taehyung moment because everyone says it looks super awkward on him. But Taehyung is staring at Jungkook with his mouth gaping. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't say anything. He just looks mesmerized while he's watching him just model this outfit. <laughs> he looks really good Amazing. in it. <laughs> he does look good. I mean, he looks he looks young and sweet. It's not which like is just not. It's not his style. <laughs> it's just not his style. It's not yeah. like. It's not, like, sexy. No. It's not badass. But, <laughs> no. But he, you know, in the episode, he does have, like, a sexy... Doesn't he have, like, a moment where he tries to be sexy? Mm-hmm. He, I like... Mean, he well, Namjoon tells him to run his, like, hands through his hair because Jimin always mm-hmm. runs his hand through his hair. I think that's what he does. And he still looks hot, of course. Mm. And, of course, Jimin's, like, totally getting a kick out of this. <laughs> Because it's just so not Jungkook at all. It's so not him. (laughs) He's wearing pink. (laughs) Uh. Okay, so Yoongi goes next, and he's wearing Jungkook's tree-printed ensemble. But let me tell you. Yes, I love this. This outfit. Everyone immediately starts laughing because it's just really out there for Yoongi. But I think, and I think the majority of armies think, that he looks so fucking good. Like... He's got this black Mm -hmm. sweatshirt that is tucked into these pants and then a black belt, black combat boots and sunglasses and a gray beanie paired with this like green printed tree printed ensemble. Like he looks super retro, but really hot. Um, No, but I love this outfit. Like, I hope that he thinks he looks good. Oh, he does. I'm pretty sure he does. He fucking because when he models that he doesn't seem insecure or like pouty about it. He he's working mm-hmm. it. I think he's into it. He even zips up he the is. jacket all the way and stands there. And I think uh. someone someone ends up saying that he looks like a movie star. And he he looks like a fucking movie star. Damn, he does stunning. <laughs> like he's when he zips up the jacket all the way, he's like calling everyone mm-hmm. to attention. Yeah. Damn. So Namjoon goes next, and he is wearing Tay's outfit, which is Jun's jacket. And then, um, and so that jacket, just so you know, the collar part is the part that's showing that paisley, that pink plate, paisley. So it's not just like a small little mm-hmm. collar. Like, it's a pretty wide collar. Um, and it just really pops off the black of the, of the jacket. But he's also wearing a 
black beret, which originally was like tan, but I guess he ended up changing his mind and switched it. But it's paired with loose black pants and, of course, slides. So it's very much Taeyang. <laughs> and Jimin says that Namjoon looks like an artist or a painter, which I think when you look at pictures of him or when you watch this episode, he does look a lot like a painter. And he takes off that, that jacket and... That black sweater is so tight on him, and the turtle, something about the turtleneck, he just looks very sexy to me without the jacket. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not into the jacket. I mean, I like the jacket, but, like, without the jacket, for Namjoon specifically, seeing him in tight clothing like that was, it just, Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was great. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. Young ends up going next, and he reveals Namjoon's outfit. <laughs> I know. So Tay is wearing like- <laughs> he's wearing this <laughs> massive sweater. And honestly, I feel like if anyone could pull off any style, it's Young, But he does not pull this off, at least in my opinion. <laughs> I honestly, I, I cannot believe that you say that because I think he totally pulls this off. Like Do specifically really? the big white sweater. And honestly, because he's wearing those serial color glasses and like as bad as the blue checkered shirt is with the sweater, like the hat matches the shirt. And okay. I like the sweater. I don't know why I like the sweater on him. It, he's really? so bulky. I feel like I yeah. need to pull up a picture. But anyways, he's the wearing The bottom that massive... half doesn't make sense. The top half is good. Okay. Well, he's wearing that massive sweater that has, like, the blue printing on it. He's got cargo black pants on. Cargo pants. Yeah. That already Those are is bad. Like, Those no. are real, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the he's got the jean patched ivy cap on, <laughs> and then he also has his serial color glasses, which I'm a fan, and then brown work boots. Like, listen, the cargo <laughs> pants we can both agree bad. Yeah. The boots they're they're like work boots. They're not like Timberlands. They're work boots. Not yeah. good. <laughs> right. Not good. <laughs> That's the bad part. Like, the top is what not that bad. What do you think bad. about the hat? I like the hat because Young can pull off whatever hat. It's fucking Young. Like, <laughs> I feel like the outf- the top part would look weird without the hat. Like, imagine it without it. It would be weird. I don't know. Because it matches the blue shirt. I, you know what? I like that you're optimistic about it and you think that he looks hot still. I, I do. mean, I still think he looks hot, but I, the sweater is a bit much... Anyways, when he comes out and he reveals his outfit, everyone immediately starts telling him to flex because his arms just look so huge in this bulky-ass sweater. So he ends up, the rest of the episode, he keeps acting like um, like a muscle model. I don't know what you call What do you call those people? The people who, like, compete. They get, like, super buff, and they just show off their muscles. Oh, like a competitive, uh, like a competitive bodybuilder? A bodybuilder. There you go. That's what I was looking for. That's what he ends up acting like for the rest of the episode because it's just the sweater is so <laughs> massive. Anyways. <laughs> then Jin goes, and he is sporting Hosok style, which, oh, my God, this is my favorite one. This is my <laughs> favorite one. Why does Jin look so damn good in Hosok style? Like, he it's looks just crazy good. It's so hot. It's threatening. Also, like, this is a really great outfit, 
that he put together. But Jin really pulls it off. Yeah, he does, for sure. Um, But in this outfit, he's wearing a black bucket hat. And he doesn't just wear it normally. He makes it so that it covers his entire face. And all Mm -hmm. you can see are his beautiful puffy fat lips and I'm like yes like why is I think that might be the hottest part of the outfit to me is that he's got this bucket hat covering pretty much his whole face yeah it's crazy it's like so uh it's so like mysterious and like seductive in some way you know Uh what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. and his lips are just like so glossy like literally popping like glossy and plump goddamn goddamn (laughs) But he's wearing Jimin's white T-shirt that has, I think, kind of like yellow printing on it. I'm not sure what's on the shirt. So then he has that shirt tucked into light jeans, which were Namjoon's jeans. And then the pouch, of course, that J-Hope was wearing that he really wanted to have as an accessory for this outfit. And then massive tennis shoes, which I think these shoes have a specific name. Hosok loves to wear these shoes. Are they maybe the Balenciaga shoes, or are they just, like, ones that look like that? Like, because that's what they look like to me, and I know J-Hope is, like, known kind of for wearing Balenciaga tennis shoes. Yeah. And those shoes, Mm -hmm. like, really match with the pouch. You know what I'm saying? They match the pouch, yeah. And there's a gray stripe on the pouch that's, like, the exact same hue of gray that's on his, like, jacket. So it's just... Yeah. It's... And the the black belt with the black hat, like, it's really good, and Jin looks fucking amazing. Yeah. He's got that slim gray jacket on, which Mm kind of looks like a dress shirt, but I think it is a jacket, because it looks like it's got kind of a longer collar. Mm Mm-hmm. But Yeah. So last, but certainly not least, is, so- is Hosok, and he is wearing Jin's Pretty in Pink ensemble. Hosok starts off saying that he's more nervous for this reveal than he was for the Billboard event, which I found too funny. Um, but Jin is so excited for him to reveal this outfit <laughs> that he actually assists J-Hope getting his black robe off and helps him reveal this long nude pink coat that is over a bright pink baby pink jacket that is also over a hot pink dress shirt there is a light pink sweater that's tied around his waist and then he has cotton like blue shorts on but they're like dressed over loose black slot loose black sweats that also kind of look like gauchos <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, okay, the fact that he put shorts over the black pants, I don't know. I think he said that some members don't like wearing shorts, like they don't like their legs in shorts. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, he made J-Hope wear both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he's also wearing high-rise baby pink socks and pink tennis shoes. And on top of it all, he's wearing pink aviator sunglasses. Very pink. (laughs) Very pink. And his hair is, like, reddish. Red. Red at this point. So it matches. You know, nobody nobody wanted this outfit. (laughs) Yeah. But honestly, J-Hope looks so good. He does. I was amazed, and I think everyone was kind of amazed with how how well he was able to pull this outfit off. When I watched this episode, I was like, yo, if anyone could actually pull this outfit off... It's J-Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and he he does. And 
I don't think Jin was going for anything here other than like I just want to make an obnoxious outfit. But um, it very much reminds me of like Tokyo street fashion because it does with the layering. It's in yeah with all the layering and like the the messing with like different fabrics and like prints or whatever. Like very much reminiscent of that for me. So I Mm -hmm. don't know. But it's cool. Like, it's cool on J-Hope for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then he takes off that pink coat, and he just looks even better. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> he just struts. Anyways. So then they go and do a formal fashion show down this red carpet, and it's super cute because they all, they turn on this rave music, and they turn off all the lights, and they have party lights lighting up the room. It just looks super fun and goofy, and they're all just having a really fun time. And I think that's why I enjoyed this episode so much is because it was an army suggested episode, but you could tell that they genuinely were having fun. Like I think they mm-hmm. were excited to dress each other um yeah. and see each other in each other's clothes. I think they just I'm sure that they like borrow clothes from each other, but this was totally different. Like they got to put an entire outfit together, something that they would wear and then for the other members to try their style was just, I think, really fun for them to do, which I feel like would be really fun to just do with your friends. Like, if I were to dress you in my clothes or whatever, I think that would just be a fun time. Dude, what if we, like, bought outfits for each other? That would be so fun. Like... Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like they, not only did they have fun doing it, but they were, like, thoughtful in doing it. Like, they took it kind of seriously, some of them. I mean, obviously, right? Not Jen. <laughs> but maybe the rest, he did. I, mean, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he would not wear that outfit. But he still had like he he knew that Army would like it. <laughs> yeah, and those were all of his clothes. Yeah, <laughs> so, like he I owned mean, all of that. Yeah, so he would wear all of that. <laughs> so yeah, potentially. Um, I love it. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah, I love I love this episode. I think it's one of the best. For sure. Um, so I guess, should I talk about mine now? Yeah. I went with episode 42, which is called Sports Challenge. Um, I particularly remember this episode anytime I think about some of my favorite run episodes because of, um, how fun it was, how supportive they were in all the situations and because of their fucking outfits yeah the Um, outfits so (laughs) so the basic premise of this episode is that they have to master three sports zones and the loser who has the lowest points at the end of all three sports zones will have to wear a water hat which if you've ever like played the wet head game it's basically like water balloon roulette but the water balloon sits in sits in a hat and the balloon bursts at random whenever sticks are pulled out of the hat seems like a very weird concept to me but it's like a game here also yeah like i don't understand the stick thing but so the setting is an obstacle course training gym so as far as what they're wearing, it matches, like, the gym area. So Namjoon is wearing this royal blue tracksuit with stripes down the side of, like, white, red, yellow. And then he's wearing black pumas with, like, the white puma logo on the side. Mm-hmm. I love and the royal blue. It looks really good on him. 
um, Jen is wearing this purple velvet tracksuit. And he was kind of getting shit just like that he was wearing a purple velvet tracksuit to like this. Oh, but he looks so hot. He did. The purple velvet. He Only Jen could, I feel like. Only, only he could. He was like, I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a black headband also, which like, I mean, b- headband. Black headband. Headband. <laughs> Foreheads. It had a... I get it. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, it had a thin blue stripe in the middle, which like drew attention to the headband. And then he was wearing these big, like chunky white tennis shoes. Yungi was wearing this millennial pink colored sweatshirt, and on the sweatshirt there was a few large randomly placed white and gray squares, and he was wearing, this seemed like dark, like really dark gray, some kind of like sweatpant, not a jogger because they weren't tight at the ankles, but like not really loose either i don't know um and they had like a really thick black wide stripe down the side um and he was also wearing a thick white headband with a red stripe and this is when he had like the platinum blonde hair so it looked so good platinum blonde hair yeah this is when the blue faded out of his Mm -hmm. hair during dna wasn't it yep and he was also wearing just like black shoes yeah I was surprised to see him in pink, but he looked, of course, amazing as ever. I know. I did not, like, his outfit is not, like, one that I think about in this episode that much. So when I watched it again, I was like, huh, he is wearing, like, a pink sweatshirt. Like, we just don't see him in pink. Yeah, it suits him, honestly. Yeah, it looked really good. Um, so Hobie was wearing, I love his outfit, his outfit. He was wearing an army print hoodie with black joggers and the joggers had like a thin white stripe down the side. And he was also wearing tan pumas and the tan matched the tan color on his hoodie. And it just looked really fucking good. Mm -hmm. The army print hoodie though. Mm hmm. With his hair. Mm hmm. Yep. yep. Oh, with his like maroon hair. So Jimin was wearing a red tracksuit. Hello. Um, it's like this is why I remember the episode so much because he looks so fucking good in this red tracksuit. Um, he stands out. The, it, he really. I mean, he does. It's the <laughs> same style and brand as Namjoon's tracksuit. Um, <laughs> of course. Matching. <laughs> The lines down the sides of his are white, black, and yellow, and he is wearing white pumas. So Young is the only one who, like, really breaks the pattern. Like, everybody has, like, a matching top and bottom. I guess, like, Yoongi has, like, a sweatshirt and, like, sweatpants, but, like, Young, he has a quarter zip on. Like, he's the only one with a zip, like, a quarter zip sweatshirt. Um, and like completely different color. He's wearing like these, of course, his loose black pants. Mm-hmm. Um, for his dick. And the sweatshirt looks really like comfy and big. And he just looks like really big in this episode, which is like he is big, amazing. Though. He really is. He is big. His, his like head and his neck, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. His neck. Anyways, <laughs> his head. Anyways, we gotta stop. <laughs> his head he (laughs) stop (laughs) okay um 
He was wearing a black headband, and it had like three or four white stripes mm. on it. It was amazing, of course, because Taehyung in a headband, especially a black headband. Mm, yeah. Um, and then Jungkook was wearing a black tracksuit that was just like Jimin and Namjoon's, also black Pumas. And his jacket, although all of the others had their jacket zipped up, like, to their throat or, like, collarbone, uh, his jacket was unzipped past his chest, which was nice. Yeah. Um, so the, the episode starts with BTS stretching. They're warming up. And they're bragging about how athletic they are. In fact, Young says, I've rode bikes for 17 years. And Jimin is like, oh, and Namjoon, he goes, yeah, we have all ridden bikes for, like, longer yeah, than Yeah, he's that. like, so have I. Like, that's a really, <laughs> that's a pointless comment that you just made because we've all been riding a bike just as long. <laughs> yep. And uh, and then Jimin <laughs> is like, um, well, this day is basically for Jungkook anyways, like, isn't it? Um, the first game is called Screen Bicycle, and the players have to ride stationary bikes racing eight kilometers, which is basically a half mile. Um, and while they're riding, they have to be counting money. They only get points for the game if they count their money correctly, and they're not allowed to stop pedaling the entire time. Yeah. It honestly looks really difficult. Yeah. Um, so the first members to play are Yoongi, Jin, and Jungkook. So they start pedaling and counting their money, and the other members are watching, and they make it their business to distract them by yelling out random numbers. So <laughs> Jin and Yoongi are counting out loud, sitting up on their bikes, like not holding onto the handlebars, while Jungkook is counting quietly, almost silently to himself, and he's like leaning forward on the handles to count. But then suddenly Jin just like fucking takes off. Like he <laughs> yeah. starts pedaling like a madman. All this time, the other members have been like yelling out random numbers and like just trying to distract them. But they're standing behind this fence. So they're just yelling things and Jin is taking off and things start getting really exciting. And then Yoongi starts to take off and pedal for the finish. And Jungkook, he's still counting his money. Like, and it doesn't even matter at this point because like Jin reached the finish finish line. He got there first. Um, and then like a minute ish later, Yoongi finished and then Jungkook finished last. Um, and also only Jin got, um, his number of one correct that he counted and Yoongi and Jungkook were both wrong. So only Jin got points for that. And Which is super impressive because yeah. Jin was the first one to finish counting and he was the only one who was right. But the members who took a longer time to count ended up not still not getting, getting it, it right. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hot. I was like, God damn, that's sexy. It was. <laughs> I'm for him. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next round was Namjoon, Hobie, Jimin, and Taeyang. Um, so this time, the other members actually ended up jumping over the dividing fence and getting in their faces and talking, like, directly into their ears to bother them. So... 
Yoongi, before he had jumped over, he noticed that Jimin started to count really early on into the race, like immediately. And he stated out loud, he was like, oh, he's already counting. He like, as if somebody needs to go distract him, like it was the, his game plan. And so he decides to walk over to Jimin and uh, distract him. And he does it like he walks up like he's gonna like he's intimidating. Oh, yeah. Um, more Yoongi, really, man. He really... Yeah, more fucking... The Yunmin is really strong. Actually, both of our episodes are, like, during DNA, yeah. right? Like, DNA era. And they did a lot of run era, episodes during DNA era. A lot. And yeah. this era was really, really... Like, there was a lot of Yunmin that happened. Um, that's why it was so easy to ship them. Like, now I feel like you don't get as much. But yeah, Yudman's kind of, it's been kind of dry lately, but at the concerts, there's been some stuff happening with them. There was a little bit, yeah, and there's been some stuff happening at, like, we've seen on Twitter, but, yeah, anyways, um, we see Jungkook walking over to J-Hope, and he's so cute, he's like, oh, Hobie, 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 and he, like, walks over, and he's, like, just being really adorable, he's, what are you counting, 5,000, 6,000, and he, like, counts up to, like, eight or nine thousand and he's just being so cute like cutely distracting that they just both start laughing but meanwhile two bikes down Jin is nagging Taeyong like yelling at him and pointing at him (laughs) and just like annoying him and telling him that not to be counting and like being like you're not allowed to do that um so for some reason Namjoon is left undistracted uh, so he finishes first, and then he's followed by Jimin, and then Taeyang, and then Hobie, who h- hates exercise, finished last. Yeah. Um, he was kind of, he like, struggled. complaining the whole time. Didn't he, like, drop his money? <laughs> yeah, he, like, remember. dropped his money. Yeah, he was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Namjoon and Jimin both counted the correct number of one, uh, but Young and J-Hope were both wrong, even uh. though they, like, were third and fourth place. So... <laughs> By the end of the first game, Namjoon was in first place, Jimin was in second place, and Jin was in third. Um, the second game was called Rope Course Game. So for this one, all of the members are wearing climbing helmets and harnesses, and they have to individually navigate a ropes course with seven rope-centric obstacles. They will be ranked in place after they all complete the obstacle course so the seven obstacles are a zigzag bridge which is basically if you put planks like two by fours in the shape of a zigzag um and then like kind of connected them in the corners so that way they could act as some form of bridge and then suspended them from ropes that's what it looked like um it was like kind of rocky then there was also the rocking bridge that was like big pieces of wood like a stump on a on ropes hanging there that you had to like go from one to the next there was a climbing wall and a net bridge which is like a cargo net that they have to like walk through it's in the shape of like a v and they have to go inside of it um and then a board bridge which is just like the other rope suspension bridges i already talked about except it's like big boards that they have to step on And then there's a basket where they have to, like, pull the basket over to their side 
and step in it and then push off and push themselves across like this like 10 15 foot space to the other side that's my favorite one (laughs) yeah it's really fun they have fun with it yeah. And then after the basket is the last thing, it's called the free fall. And it's really just like it's a jump, but they have their harness and cord on still, but they're like jumping down to the target on the ground, which is where all the members are waiting and watching. So Jungkook is the first one to go, and he looks damn good in the harness, let me just say. Um, he looks like an athlete. and He is an athlete. He's talking as – I mean, he is, right? Um He's talking to his members on the ground as he's, like, going up. And he observes that the obstacles are rockier than they seem from below. Um, So regardless of that, he made it look so easy. Like, Bethany, have you ever been on a ropes course before? Yeah, I have. And it's not easy at all. Like, at all. No. You have to have a lot of good upper body strength And good balance because Mm -hmm. you lose balance so easily because it is so shaky and so rocky. So you're like, you have to hold onto those ropes so hard so you don't fall. So seeing them do this as quick as they do is super impressive. It's each rope bridge like seemed like a piece of cake to Jungkook. Mm, Like, (laughs) and not not only, of course, um, but not only that, like he killed the rock wall. And when he gets the free fall obstacle at the end, he asks if there's like artistic points for how he jumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Yungi is like, no, there's no artistic points. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, that's not in the rules. Um, so for all seven fucking obstacles, it only took, took Jungkook two minutes and three seconds. That's insane. Yeah. It's hard because we haven't seen the other members yet, so it's hard to put that in perspective. But when you see how the other members do, you're like, holy crap, he did that in two minutes and three seconds? Wow. Yeah. So two minutes, three seconds is crazy fast. Um, But Minshuga is next. Minshuga! I say it like that because at the right before he, when he starts walking up, um, J Hope starts like announcing him. He's like, and the second player is, and then he goes, Minshuga! And like all the other players kind of like echo behind him. It's really cute. Adorable. Um, It's adorable. But (sighs) Yungi is scared. So. For the rope bridges, he's very shaky, and it doesn't help that they, like, sway a lot, Um, so it took him over two minutes just to complete the first two obstacles. Wow. (laughs) baby. Yeah, it was, was, like, sad, Um, but by the time he got to the rock wall, Jimin, first of all, Jimin's, like, really supportive this whole time, but (laughs) during this part, he's standing up, and he literally says come on move <laughs> like come on move <laughs> like they're all they're all like giving him like can't you move a little faster yeah. like they just seem like like it seems like he's going just like painfully slow almost yeah, but pace. so nom- <laughs> at least you know they just experienced jungkook the speed of jungkook so they're like yeah. how are you going so slow um so he finally made it 
And when he did the free fall, he like screamed or like kind of like made a weird noise. And at the at the bottom, he made this kind of like shy smile about it. Like it was just, he was I think he he had a good time. Like after he sat down, he was like smiling and laughing. But I think like during it, like it's not his thing. And yeah. I can understand that. Like, I would hate, like, shaky, unstable things like that. So, yeah. anyways. No, it's definitely difficult. So I don't blame him for being like, okay, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> awful. So it took him five minutes and four seconds to complete it. And Which is Jin, still not really that bad. No. Um, but Jin was like, you didn't seem like you wanted to go fast. So Jin said this to him, right? Keep that in mind. Um, Keep that in mind when Jin goes. <laughs> Yungi said it was hard to go fast, and then he chanted, safety, safety, which was like... Safety, safety. It just, like, becomes, like, a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So next was Jimin, and when he's walking up to start the obstacle course, it's, like, a shot of him from in front and he looks just like he is strutting in that fucking red tracksuit. <laughs> it looks so fucking yeah. good. Um so when Jimin gets up there first, he goes he and he gives a tip to everyone for like the first obstacles for the rope bridges. He says place your foot first and then next grab the rope with your hand. So like he's about he's like already being timed, already competing and he's thinking about giving advice to his other members like the care of this person is amazing uh-huh. yeah. um, <laughs> then Yungi keeps chanting safety which is like really cute and supportive mm-hmm. so he made it through fairly quickly but he was having fun for sure and for the bucket he like pointed his leg out like a figure skater and of course during this time Yugi chimed in to say that there's no artistic points but doesn't matter <laughs> he did it anyways and he looked amazing and uh-huh. for the free fall uh they said that it looked like he was in a power rangers stance um, as he like came down, which was just very cool. And he was very happy and satisfied with his time, which was 2.28. So he didn't beat Jungkook, but he came really he close. He still did really, yeah, he did well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so the next to compete is J-Hope. And ooh, y'all, he did not look happy to do this. No, like, he didn't. <laughs> He's slower than Yoongi, and he's telling himself out loud to calm down the whole time. And the other members <laughs> are just, like, telling him to be safe. Like, yeah, he's just a nervous wreck. <laughs> he is. He just keeps saying, wow, guys, wow, wow. Like, it's so, like, it's just, it's really not his thing basically they all say they're all just like come home safely you're important to us um which is really cute and namjoon like white lied to him and was like oh you're doing great you're you're only three minutes in you're faster than yoongi because he like felt bad like he wanted he yeah he wanted to like encourage him through it more than three minutes in yeah um so for the free fall this part was really hard for him he closed both of his eyes and he held on with both of his hands and when his feet touched the ground he immediately just like 
laid down, like flopped on his back with his limbs out. And, <laughs> he just uh, surrendered. <laughs> he, he, he really, it's really a surrender pose. He's just like, I'm yeah. fucking done. Like he's, <laughs> he's dead. He's like, I cannot believe that I just fucking did that. He's contemplating life. Yeah. Um, and his time was 537. No. So he tried. He made he, it though. He did. He did. So Young was next. And this is like the first time in the episode when I noticed the song play, that they play for the members when they're competing. Yes! Because for Young, <laughs> they play Even If I Die, It's You, the theme song of Harang, while he's yes! walking up and through the entire time that he's competing. It's so perfect for him this song and it is kind of an uh, epic inspiring song so i just loved that they played it so taeyang grunts with every single step he takes and it's really funny like he's like (laughs) um but jungkook is like oh he's so fast like Young's performance here is truly surprising. He is really fast. Even Namjoon is like surprised and like speaking words of admiration. And Jungkook starts to like smile and laugh and he's like clapping for him. Yeah, but he's so serious. Like Young is taking this so seriously. He's trying to go as fast as he can. Like he is motivated. <laughs> yeah, Young is not he is not paying attention to jungkook or what anybody is saying he's so serious the entire time but he also looks so cute and handsome while wearing this helmet and the <laughs> the other members are just captivated completely by how well Young is doing captivated <laughs> captivated mm-hmm. oh um, and he smiles when he's crossing the second to last obstacle, um, which was the board bridge, which is like he was having fun. And Jungkook he knew says, he was doing well. Yeah. And Jungkook says he like is sitting down and he's just looking up and he's saying, we're looking forward to your record. Oh my God, and I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> he had a special request for when Taeyang jumps off the free fall. And he said, please yell out, I love you, Yantan. Which is like, no. Like, <laughs> he knew that Yantan is like the one thing that's like going to make him like happy in this moment. Because yeah, he knows like that jumping strength. off is going to be so hard for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Young managed to yell out 10 as he went off the free fall and he had like this big smile on his face and he was able to finish in three minutes and 10 seconds, which is really fucking good. That's really good. Yeah. So <laughs> Jin walking up, they're playing this confident powerful music like band instruments horns brass some drums Jin is like strutting to the top and he says his power is ready and (laughs) such a Jin thing to say I know he reaches for the first obstacle at a snail's fucking pace like he (laughs) He moves his feet so slowly, he is instantly scared and nervous, and he just, he just keeps saying, oh, 
oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and he's like instantly regretting all the shit he talked. And he <laughs> probably also regretting not wearing an actual more athletic tracksuit. I don't know. But um, <laughs> he put his leg out during the bucket obstacle. Also, like Jimin did, like a figure skater, which one, he was just like stealing what Jimin did. And two, Yoongi, of course, he's like, there's no artistic points. Like, God no damn it. Why points. are they putting why are they putting <laughs> flair on it? It doesn't get you anything. Uh-huh. Um, but he finally made it to the free fall and like he was so scared to do this too like i feel like more scared than j-hope and he grabbed on to the rope just like j-hope had and when he jumps down he screeches like a pterodactyl and i say that because that's what the editors and producers put yeah, into put the in. yeah put into the oh. run episode they were like sounds like a pterodactyl um, so Jin took eight minutes and three seconds to get eight through this minutes. obstacle course. Eight minutes. That's Hosok over took a minute five. per obstacle. Yeah, that's too long. <laughs> so lastly, Namjoon, he is very focused and calm throughout, but he's having a really good time. And when he gets to the rock wall, he calls out, do I really have to do this? And Jimin is, like, being really supportive this whole time. And they can't hear each other. Like, the rock wall is really far away from where the members are sitting. But when Namjoon is asking if he has to really do this, Jimin is saying, doesn't he look like a pro? And he's also saying his proportions are great. He has great proportions. And he just keeps talking about his body and, like how he just he looks like a cyclist and yeah like, like complimenting him like compliment after compliment yeah while he's on the rock wall while he can't hear him yeah at one point namjoon's harness gets stuck where it attaches to the safety cord above and he just starts like fucking yanking on it like in a downward motion <laughs> jen is like yelling at him like be careful your life depends on that um yeah really though so <laughs> he finally gets it figured out i i don't know if they had to like come help him but uh he gets on the bucket and he also pushes off and puts his leg back like a figure skater so again you is like no artistic points like yeah um <laughs> and i love this namjoon gets free fall advice from tay cook so it starts with tay young <laughs> saying spread your that's legs that's just bad that's just bad if you're getting advice from tay cook like they're gonna I make mean, you do something stupid <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> tay young says spread your legs and jungkook says be free <laughs> and tay adds like a swan <laughs> Which is just only from Taekook. Yeah. Um, so taking and Namjoon their... looks ridiculous when he comes down, and this he listens to them and he does yeah. this pose. Well, he's like he's really taking their request into consideration, and he spreads his legs all the way out like a spread eagle, and <laughs> he like went all the way down into the ground, like basically just sat on it and then rolled out of it. And he was like, is this what, is that what you wanted? Is that what you were thinking? Like, the, like after he does this ridiculous, like, pose and roll, and then he's like, like that? Like, <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so his time was 4.16. 
Yeah, so, which is good. Yeah, which is pretty good. Um, so after this, they were awarded points, seven points down to one point. So Jungkook got seven points, then Jimin, then Young, Namjoon, Yoongi, J-Hope, and lastly, Jin, in the order of like time that they finished. So the last thing was the sandbag game. So for this game, they had to climb up like... It looked pretty high, like 25, 30 feet. I don't know. They're still on the harness. They actually have a bigger harness, and they are wearing helmets. Um, but they have to jump off a ledge and grab onto a suspended sandbag. It's like a really long, more slender punching bag. Um, and when they do this, they have to, after like holding onto it, grabbing onto it, they have to yell out a phrase and they drew phrases at random. So they get three points for jumping, holding on and yelling out their phrase before sliding off. They get one point for like grabbing on, but not saying their comment or like touching it. And then they get no points for not touching it at all or yelling their comment. So RM goes first, Namjoon goes first, and he's he's just commenting about how it's so high and like everybody else is like, that looks so scary. Um, he jumped with his arms and legs out, like ready to catch the sandbag. And they said that he like looked like a frog, like it was a frog jump. Um, uh-huh. But he made it, he caught it. And he also yelled back his comment, which was, I want to go back. And also, I'm just, like, hearing all of these comments, like, now, I wonder if they're, like, hinting to, like, the next era or, like, other, like, intros. Like, it seems like, you know, like, they don't just seem, I don't feel like they would just do random stuff. Random stuff, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So next, so Namjoon got three points for that. Um, next was Jungkook and he jumped and squeezed the sandbag so tight and you could tell how soft it is. And they added in like a comment that said that it looked like soft tofu, um, which I just love that mental image. But then he dropped down, he just let go and he completely forgot to say his comment. His comment was supposed to be, am I shaking? But he didn't say it at all. And he didn't even remember that he was supposed to say it until he had already dropped off and he was already like down on the ground and everybody is laughing, but he himself cannot believe that he failed. He's just like looking around like, how did I forget? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, So he only got one point for that one. So Jin was next and... He barely snagged the bottom of it and held on. And while he jumped, um, his chorus in Butterfly starts playing. And (laughs) as he's holding on to it, he yells out, did you have to take everything away before slipping off? But I think maybe he started slipping off about like towards the end of his phrase because he was only holding on with like his hands. Yeah, he didn't get his legs around um, it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they only gave him one point for that for some reason. That he, I maybe because he didn't get his phrase out completely. I don't know. Um, so Jimin has like no fear. I mean, he is kind of scared, but he yells it out. Like he keeps going ah. Um, 
but he's ready to do this for Arnie and he seems like he's like having fun. So he makes a really big jump and he grabs on with both arms and legs and then he yells, I'll wait for you in the future. He does a perfect job. So it's like pristine. He does. I don't know why, but he got five points for this. I don't know where the five points came from, where the extra two came from. Maybe, like, he got bonus points for, like, I don't know. Yeah. But he got five points for this. Yeah. Um, Probably because it was done so beautifully. Maybe. So, J-Hope was next, and he's scared. And he had to pause and, like, do, like, an inner peace thing. So, J-Hope barely makes it onto the bottom of the sandbag, and... He's yelling his comment, but he slips off at the same time. He falls off before he can say a mojito in Maldives or Maldives. I don't know what it is, but um, he only got one point for it. So mm. Young was next and he was so nervous. He kind of like stands at the top like Bethany. Oh, he was so cute and like He's you a just whole wanted baby boy in this. Oh, you just wanted to like climb up and get him and bring him back down. Yeah, you want to like, pinch his cheeks. <laughs> oh, like okay, he wanted to jump, like he really did, but it was like his body was not letting him. Uh-huh. And Jimin is like down at the bottom, like telling him to yell out his fear. So he just starts like being like ah. <laughs> but he's not moving yeah. and he's just oh he's so cute he's his just his body just won't move and people like everybody is like giggling they're saying that he's adorable somebody i don't know who is they say it off camera and they don't say who says it but it's, they say uh just come back down um, <laughs> And oh, it's just like really taking him a lot to make this jump. And he, so he he jumped. He like jumps with his arms just like straight out like Superman. Um, but he didn't yell his comment and he didn't grab onto the sandbag. Aww. He got his hands on it, but like quickly slid off. Aww. It was just like almost looked if there was like water underneath like a pool, it would have looked like a belly flop. Yeah. It was just like, baby. Yeah. So he got zero points. Aw, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. He was cute. He was. So Yoongi, he was last to go for this. And he was really scared because it was so high. And when he jumped, he barely made it onto the sandbag. And he caught it just with his arms, not his legs. But he was able to hold on and yell out his comment, Do you like me? So he got three points for that one. So at the end, they're all kind of standing around and they're reflecting on the comp- the competition and they ask, what is fear? Which I'm like, okay, is that really, that has to be pointing to like the next era. Probably, um, yeah. And so then Jin, <laughs> he says that today he's discovered his athletic side and Namjoon says it was a fun experience. And then they give us the final results. So the winner was Jimin, and he won with 17 points. And Namjoon got second place with 14 points. And surprisingly, Jin 
got third place with nine points, which it I guess that makes first sense. Competition. Yeah, the yeah. first competition really the fact that none of the other ones guessed their money right really made it hard for them. They were all behind. Jungkook got fourth place with eight points, Yoongi with six, Taeyong with five, and then last place was Hobie with three points. Oh, Hobie. I know. So Hobie had to do the penalty, so he was wearing the water hat. Um, the members start taking turns pulling the sticks out of the hat, and with each one that they pull out, they're all, like, more surprised that the water balloon hasn't popped yet. Um, so while Namjoon starts to think it's defective, and he's, like, talking to himself, like, is this defective, J-Hope is, like, dancing. He's celebrating. He thinks that he's super lucky. He's, like, dancing around the whole kind of group. <laughs> And he's yeah. he's being, like, so cocky. And then all of a sudden, Namjoon, in the middle of his thoughts about, is this defective? He just walks up and pulls the last two sticks out at the same time. And what's so funny about this is he goes up and he kind of puts his hands on J-Hope's shoulders to, like, steady him and stop him first. And then he just goes up and, like, pops him out. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> and, yeah. of course, like, instantly the water the water balloon popped and water started pulling, pouring all over J-Hope's head. All the members, they like, a few of them put the sticks back and they all just, like, walk off, walk out of the camera frame and just leave J-Hope fucking standing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, besides how fun and funny this episode is, like, and how great their outfits are, what makes this episode so great and, like, memorable to me is their reactions the whole time and, like, their comments. And, like, it's funny, but it's also supportive. It has cute moments. It has sexy moments. It's very entertaining. Um, and it's just fun to, like, watch BTS have fun with each other in this way. So definitely one of my all-time faves. Oh, no, it's definitely a very fun episode. Just seeing them compete against each other, but also being so supportive of one another. It's just one of the best. Right. Um, so if you like this episode and if you've liked any of our other episodes, thanks for being here with us. You can let us know how much you like it if you leave a rating and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. Um, and of course, we'd love to hear from you. And if you also want to support us, there's ways of doing that. You can contact us on Gmail, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Links for all of that are in the, des are in the description, as well as um, places where you can support us like our PayPal and our Patreon. Links for those are in the description as well. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.